0: You have to give the impression again. that you're alert, enthusiastic To win myself Yeah, having a rollicking good time um, Let's hear it, let's hear yes, it uh, Actually,
1: no, just before we start I need mm. to make it clear that I've got a bit of a bad stomach So if I pass wind during a podcast <laughs> Social professionalism, and don't make, don't bring it up okay. Don't make a thing on it Even oh, if it easy. absolutely stinks <laughs> And you're gagging
0: mm, people be able to, Because yeah. my nose is so big you'll probably mm. be able to see with the nostrils
1: yeah. Uh, okay, chairs. Uh, yep. When I see something dirty, mm-hmm. I like to give it a scrub. It's the, it's the failed, failed, failed Rockstar Club.
0: Rockstar Club.
1: You haven't used that one yet. No, I, I'm starting to forget what I've actually used. I'm actually thinking I might have to kind of rehash <laughs> some them under a different. See if you notice. 100, 100% you might like, yeah. have to. Oh, you must yeah. have used Scrub. I don't think I have because I was surprised with myself that I haven't yeah. used it. Well,
0: hmm. oh, interesting. I'll yeah.
1: do some research. <laughs> I've like, used Rob. Rum. Rob? Have I used Rob? I must I use Rob. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, um, hi everyone, welcome to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast, the podcast that talks to musicians about mental health, positive well-being and fashion. This episode is going to be less about music, I guess, and more about fashion, eh, this one? Well,
0: I suppose so, because we're going to talk about how we start our business, right?
1: Which Yeah. It's kind of like it's a it's good value advice. piece, I guess, this episode, talking about how we opened a shop. And the process that we went through, the emotions we felt, so the mental health side of things, um, the, and the little journey we went, because it was quite an eventful time, wasn't it, that little period? It certainly was. And I suppose if you are thinking
0: about starting a business or you got an idea, yeah. I imagine this will be quite helpful. My guess is it'll put you off doing it. <laughs> Spoiler yeah, <laughs> Spoiler
1: alert. There were some, well, some interesting stories and some interesting characters along that way, wasn't there, that we did? Well, uh, you know, we'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, So, Jez, I'd like to ask you first, Mm. uh, where are we and who are we? So, hello, Uh, this is Stephen Robert Hurdle, BA Honours in
0: uh, Music Industry Management. I'm uh, Jez Dixon, Jeremy Peter Dixon, use my full name. We are co-founders of Best Days and the Failed Rockstar Club. We are here in our warehouse in Manningtree. It's a beautiful day in Essex Mm -hmm. and uh, we're here to pod.
1: Yep. Um, so for those of you that are watching you can see kind of behind I haven't angled it very well uh, Failed Rockstar Club merchandise and people listening as well which you can get on Mm bestdaysvintage.co.uk there's a lovely selection of tees long sleeve tees sweatshirts um, all curated by our in-house designer Freddie um, especially for you guys which I think I'm really proud of and I think it's something that is a really cool thing to have feel good prints yeah,
0: well, there's a message behind it, isn't there? There's a story behind it, and there's a message, and I think it's real. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's easy to get behind it because it mm-hmm. is kind of our our story, and the whole message of Feld Rockstar Club, the whole you're only a failure if you don't try, it's there. It's there on the t-shirt, and I hmm? I wear it with pride. Do you? I don't, I don't, know, have I don't one. actually have one. <laughs> <laughs> I will wear it with pride when I've bought one. Yeah. I do wear, like those new white ones. I yeah. Matt bought one. That's yeah. that's that the problem. Yeah. I saw Matt in one. I was like, I can't wear it. What have come in? Go out out looking the
1: same Yeah Mm, Like we used to do Yeah I know Um, Okay so um, To kind of get the ball rolling I would like to Ask you what your Song of the Week is Well are you
0: sure You won't open this Can of worms
1: Well we have this I think we should We should should probably Put a daytime in it So people watching it In the future Know what the hell You're talking about
0: That's true Or listening uh, to it In the future Well I could have gone With any number of uh, Sort of Kind of protest songs Specifically about Kind of civil rights movement and all that kind of stuff but so Blackbird the uh, Beatles mm-hmm. song which Paul McCartney wrote and kind of tied into the civil rights movement in the in the 60s uh, and I, I think I chose one written by a, a white guy because that kind of sums up my angle on it and how kind of awkward I feel about this whole kind of movement that's happening at the moment you know in globally and on social media specifically like it, As a privileged middle-class white male, Mm -hmm. I feel awkward about the whole issue and what to say and what to do about it, and I'm kind of trying to confront that
1: truth at the moment. You know. Well, we said before that we've we've kind of drew life's golden ticket, right? In as much as like Western white male middle-class massive
0: Yeah, we are ticking all those boxes. Yeah. And it's very easy to just kind of, you know, I, I feel guilty about it, but I, I kind of just keep my head down, really. And I might, you know, there's probably a virtue signalled in the past. And maybe as a company, we've yeah, we've just kind of shared something because everybody else is doing it. And you think, mm-hmm. you feel like you should, not because you have getting behind it in any, you know, significant way. But, I, I, yeah, well, I want to kind of a tackle this one and try and actually, you know, we, we have got a platform, like it or not, however small it may be with this podcast and with our the social media of best days. You know, there's people listening. There's, you know, we have thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's our obligation to, to, do, to do what we can and share, share a positive message about well, stopping what,
1: inequality and kind of... What message did you put on Instagram remember the basics of
0: it uh, it's just kind of how I how I feel about about being privileged and feeling guilty for that and kind of the, the sort of message that resonates with me that I've seen a few times on social media is that that it's not enough to be not a racist you have you need to be anti-racist and that that sort of that chimes with me because I I'm not a racist but I don't you know when I've seen it, and I have physically seen it on the streets, and I see I've got I'm not going to name names, but family and friends who have said and done things that I obviously didn't agree with, but I didn't call them out on it, and that's that's the change I'm going to try and
1: make. Mm. Is that when you're I you're going to be prepared, you're going to pay yourself to enter into conflict it's, in-
0: yeah, and yeah, there's going to be awkward conversations and that, but I, yeah, I've got I'm not going to, yeah I'm not going to name yeah. names, but. That I'm gonna when I see it specifically on Facebook. There's people I follow on Facebook who are cousins or maybe not even blood relations. Yeah, I know. I know. It's gonna be difficult. Very but anti,
1: out of character for you.
0: Yeah, know, Well, that's you know. I think that that's for a lot of people. That's that's what's gonna yeah. have to happen. You have to. Do you think taking it's taking that next
1: like step? Not just racism, but also sexism, classism. Yeah, everything goes hand in hand, doesn't it? isms well,
0: it, well any kind of inequality I suppose you, yeah You'd you've be got, busy you got to call it out when you see it rather than just go oh that's well, that's out of order and internalise it I
1: suppose what do, how do you feel about the whole um, movement it's complicated isn't it really it's like there's it feels like there's every time these things kind of happen and like they're kind of Race riots or the demonstrations, you get a lot of people that are in it for the right reasons, and you get a minority that are in it for the wrong reasons. For self, um, well, we saw a thing the day a girl taking photos and for her Instagram page, pretending to put off wooden oh, um, barriers in front of shops for Instagram, or you know, or what. The reason people are doing, it. I don't, I don't know enough about it to kind of really make a comment. It's difficult because you see, you see people looting and you think, well, that's out of order. But then, is there a reason why they're doing? It? I don't know. You know, I'm sure everyone has a reason or has a, a re- thing to do it. And like you say, white privilege. I don't know. It's, so I don't know. I feel like I don't have enough knowledge well, to kind of that's... speak about um, knowledgeably because anyone can make a sweeping statement about anything. And well, that's got to be part of it. Then like edu- educate, educate yourself. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you can the world is a messed up place and it's not yeah. just for black people but you know and people of all ethnic backgrounds or the females or class wars you know there's it's a hard world it's difficult out there and there's a lot of discrimination in all ways all walks of life and I don't know what to say it's this it's not an easy world we live in and it's I don't I can't see it getting any better I don't know I mean these things flare up and they you know they get a lot of media coverage and a lot of press coverage which is happening right now and then it'll probably die down again but there's not you're not telling me that things aren't happening it's just the press haven't got hold of it Mm. things are happening every single day bad things all the time it just feels like it's like the press manipulation again of like creating an agenda and a narrative
0: yep but like I, that's a Cummings
1: thing a couple of weeks ago, no, that's kind of died down and no one's really talking about that anymore. Yeah, I'm still annoyed by it. Well, yeah, but it's, but it's like when the press get hold of it and it becomes a big thing and everyone's suddenly on top of it and everyone's got an opinion and then it dies yeah. down and everyone's got an opinion about something else now.
0: Well, I think, like with all of those, like all the inequality that you're talking about and in fact, things like, like climate change, I was, that you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you say the world's a fucking mess, it, it really is in so, in so many ways. And when you think you've got a, an actual madman is the most powerful man in the world it's so easy to just think fuck you yeah, know what
1: hmm. you know
0: what can I do but I think you have to and that's how I
1: look at climate change you just make the small changes in your little patch yeah. patch of the world I think you have to live to be a good person and I think you have to you can't change how other people act but you can try to educate or you can try to yeah. live like you live your life like a good person it's like if you go okay you walk around a park and you see a bunch of people leaving shit all over the floor And you just walk past it yeah. And you're like, well, are you the person to pick it up Or are you the person just to walk past it And that's kind of how it exposes A good, like, analogy for racism mm-hmm. Are you the person that's going to stop and pick all that litter up All the bad stuff Or are you going to walk past and go, that's bad mm. And, I don't know Well, yeah, well, that's the change that You're going to stop picking the litter up
0: Yeah, well, that's I'm going to try to move on from just the person who, yeah I
1: mean I would always pick the litter up if I saw a bit of litter yeah because I'll, I'll for example I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's an al- analogy now or an actually up <laughs> <It's not> litter <laughs> but yeah you know I'd say it was kind of an analogy really but it's yeah
0: Wait, and it's not just picking up the litter if you see somebody dropping the litter
1: yeah are you going to stop a big group of teenagers yeah they're muscly and they're being no. yeah are you going to stop and say hey where do you pick your battles is it you worth you go getting... scallywag are you going to chase them off with your walking stick? Mm-hmm. With a walking stick. Mm. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, where do you, yeah. I know, if, it's really difficult. If you're walking down the street and I've, I've, I've in culture stuff, I've walked down the street and like a, like a black man in a suit was well walking towards me and another guy just walked past and he just went, Noo! I was like, fucking hell. And the plate guy stopped and he like, looked around like proper shots and I was like. You thought it was you? No, well no I didn't, know, <laughs> but it was like, I did not know, to, I just, well this is a good example I didn't say anything to anyone yeah. I just went I That's just thought I mean, fucking
0: hell I had a similar experience and it was the <laughs> so most so I didn't litter up sing, single most depressing moment of my life and there's a long list there's a long bit list of competition mm. but I was down like Crouch Street I think it was and a guy I literally said fuck off back to your own country to this I think he was a Turkish guy yeah and then his kid... He was with like a five-year-old, six-year-old kid and the kid just repeated him. Yeah, fuck off to your own country. It was there, crystallised. Yeah. How racism kind of... The cycle of it. Yeah. That, ki- that kid for... That kid, the, his dad is his hero. You know. And he... The cycle just starting mm. again. And, and it yeah. was... It was really that's depressing. But I didn't... You know, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I just thought... Fucking hell. No. God, that's depressing. Just, I was passive. Mm. And I suppose...
1: Trying to make that take that next step. Yeah. I'd be being brave, goes, but it goes against your very nature, and my yep. very nature, to yep. be confrontational. Yep. No, yeah, that's the thing. Get yourself into positions where you might have a fight. good. <laughs> yeah. Knock him out of your nose, boy. <laughs> Whip your red round.
0: There it is. It's back to the nose. Noseiest. Comes back to the nose. That's but, but And I know. Yeah, we could do a whole.
1: We could speak yeah. for
0: an hour about this, but I think it is important because we do have, we do have a platform. You know. It's not, it's not the biggest, obviously, but I think it is important to at least kind of address this. And it, just by talking about the awkwardness that we feel as, as you know, honkies, white, white privileged males, I, I think that helps. And just getting people talking about it and, you know, trying to make sure this isn't just a fad and that it goes away and
1: people have moved on in a think- couple of days do you think that it yeah I just I saw a thing on Tilly and they say this bloke was talking he said what's depressing is that my grandparent my parents spoke about this I'm speaking about this and I'm 99% sure my son will be talking about this to your son mm-hmm. it's just nothing changes nothing changes humans are just throughout history have discriminated against other races and people that aren't like them whatever it might be and it's like a kind of sad cultural thing I don't know what it is about humans why they have to kind of I mean of course it's not all humans but it's, but it's just, they were just naturally sort of scared on some level of, yeah. of difference yeah of difference in the way different from you mm. culturally and, you know, sometimes we see, you know we see it in a shop and stuff like the differences in culture well I see it when I used to work at Essex Uni you see all these different like cultural kind of groups hanging out together all different nationalities and racist races and it's just all different, and it's hard to kind of understand if you don't know if you don't under, know it. It's like you know, my wife's Slovakian, and Slovakia like a lot of her friends were all Slovakians, and all hung out together, and they had a slightly different culture to the UK. And I was always thought it was quite sad that they didn't have as many English friends, for example. And but that's just what they chose to do. So it's like that. But I you know, I got used to the kind of the cultural things that they do. Which then my wife, you know has di- a way, different ways of doing things that we to do in the UK and I'm used to that obviously but it's like someone else coming in might think it's weird or might think it's like not normal and it's like you find a way You people are scared of what they don't understand sometimes and sometimes people that aren't educated present it in different ways I guess I don't know like to have fear I
0: mm. don't
1: know well, that's probably
0: we should move on. Shouldn't yeah. you? but well, I, we should just say that there is a peaceful protest planned uh, in for Colchester folk in Castle Park mm-hmm. on Sunday, seventh of June. I don't know what they're doing about social distancing with it, but I think if if this is you know, which it's important that we. Acknowledge that that's
1: happening. Yep. Well, my song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, right. let's, let's, get, let's get even deeper. Yep. Rockin' Robin by Rockin Michael Jackson. Robin.
0: There we go. Yeah. Uh, what Why Rockin' Robin? Uh, well, well I
1: know. surprise, I know surprise, why? What, yeah. Uh, so, um, Rockin' Robin, because obviously I've got my little birds nesting, my robins nesting. This, yes. Actually, my song changed as of yesterday, but yesterday I went to, went to check them out, see how my little boy, birds were getting on, they and all gone, just disappeared. And I was like, oh no. My next neighbor, Sally, she said her cat came in with two baby birds that night. So I've, obviously I've been fearing the worst. Um, it might not have been your birds. It might not have been, well, the the birds that live in my garden, they're not mine. No, I feel like, I feel like only, I feel not yeah. ownership, I feel. Father, fatherly over them. I want to. I want them to. You know, at least have half a chance. If they've chosen, if they cho- chosen my garden, feel like a responsibility to be a host. But yeah. Um, and but then, as I was sitting there last night, feeling a bit sorry, I saw Dexter, my dog, was sniffing around in the bushes, and I wondered what he was up to. And then the little robins, or the mum and dad, were kept going into the bushes, and I put my head in and. One of them, At least one of the baby birds has fledged the nest. I think we, I'm think not sure if that's the right word or not. No, it doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> uh, left the nest. But there's a phrase yeah. fledgling, fledging, fledging the nest. No, fle- fledglings are baby birds. Yes, yeah, but like I think a there's another like thing that's like fledging the nest. You might be right. Uh, you research researched this right now. I haven't, <laughs> done, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, he was sitting in the, in the bushes, so he'd obviously got jumped out of the nest, and now he was kind of the next stage of his development, I guess. So yeah, there you go. You've got at least one Robin as a uh, still going. So I'm worrying about him now.
0: Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I don't think you could take. Can't take lose there's five of them. No originally, But so we'll see. But that's part of nature. It's hard, isn't it? When you, I yeah. always think that when people are fil- like David Attenborough's camera crew, like when they're filming it, they're not allowed to get involved no. And the things that they must get. They film these things
1: for. Well, they must have a great attachment to like certain Yeah. Yeah. Animals. Exactly
0: but they can't, they can't step in. Yeah. It's been heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've found myself, like, poking my head into the nest a bit too much than I should be, really. Yeah. You but get emotionally and
0: mm. like, I saw a fox attacking a crow, and then a load of crows attacking the fox as sort of some sort of mm-hmm. retaliation. And, you know, I, it's the first time I'd ever felt sympathy for a crow. I've got mm. to say it was in... Oh, you were team crow. You were
1: team crow. Well...
0: It's you, the fox. Just because there were, you, the crow that got attacked... Yeah, he was limping, and he, you know, he just was a sorry. Just watching a crow sort of limping down the road, trying to find
1: somewhere to hide. Do you reckon he's done for?
0: He didn't. Well, he made it to the end of the street by, mm-hmm. you know, he within is. an hour. Oh, so yeah. oh, well, he's still got a chance. I don't know. But you're just seeing like him that. struggling. Made, made me Team Crow, and you know, even now the crows are bullying the fox after that. Yeah, well, they're protecting their own, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think the, the crows are morally right <laughs> to tell the fox. Mm. <laughs> but it's amazing how quickly you get. You know, emotionally invested in these situations. Even though, yeah, know. I
1: couldn't help but watch.
0: Yeah. There you go. you a bit of an atom for character. Well, just for that five minutes I was. Well, ten okay. minutes? About ten minutes. Shall I, shall I do my recommendation? Oh, yeah, week? yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, me, so, get
1: my my will my fizzy pot.
0: Yeah, all right, fine, you just go. So, uh, I want to recommend a song by a former employee yeah. of ours called Amber. I think we've maybe mentioned her on the pop before. If we haven't, we should have. So, a girl called Amber Burgoyne. Who used to work in our shop pretty much when we first opened and she's recorded a song uh, during lockdown. I think home home recorded with a friend and she's another friend of hers has made a video and another friend's done like the DIY Really proper DIY, but she's it's been added to like Spotify's new hot new tunes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's getting
1: getting a good bit of traction. But yeah, Amber Burgoyne, the song's called Misty Blue. Okay quite short isn't it as well yes. Yeah, so it's only like under two minutes so I think. all of those you haven't got any attention span
0: yes perfect if you haven't got a lot of time or a lot of attention mm-hmm. but yeah she's got such a
1: beautiful voice very Winehouseian yep but there you go okay uh, so actually that leads quite nicely onto oh yeah um, this episode which is called the opening a shop episode Ooh, and Amber was our first ever employee. Yep, when she was 16 years old. She was 16. Yep. Saturday, Saturday Saturday girl. You go. Link. Um, Okay, so the reason I'm going to talk about this is because a we are looking to reopen the shop again, Um, and it's an it was an important, obviously an important part of our kind of personal life development. And also I think it's an interesting topic to discuss for anyone that might be looking to uh, start a business or just interested to kind of know how we went through the process, how we felt about it. Um, And kind of like some of the things we went through because there was, I don't know, there was like some weird stuff and good stuff and 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 learning as we went along and learning. And the
0: thing that strikes us often is how it kind of compares to the stuff we went through as a band. Mm. So much of it is... Yeah Very similar
1: Yeah Different field yeah?
0: Different field <laughs> Different fields But the Different same, needs Exactly
1: mm. Okay so um, I wasn't really sure How to start this But how Can you remember The first sort of stuff We was doing When we first what got we was doing the, What we was <laughs> doing Like uh, We started off doing Vintage fairs
0: Yes So should we go Right back to the beginning You you had left Rocket because you were getting proper stressed out with it.
1: Yeah, well I'd been planning this for a year. So you were planning it still while I you were at Rocket? I year. spent a year writing a business plan. Um, so I, I knew for a year that I was going to leave um, Rocket, but I had, wanted to make sure it was the right thing to do. So we spent I spent a year, you know, we, you know, we wrote a big long business plan about how we're going to do it and what we're going to do and the kind of plan behind it. La-da-da-da-da just so I felt like I'd done it properly. It wasn't just, let's just start a shop. Mm. You were very thorough. I tried to be. I mean, I, 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 I'm interested to read that again now, seeing how much we actually stuck to. We did stick to a lot of it. Like yeah. the kind of key basics things was like, we wanted to be aspirational, um, I can remember there was three words, wasn't there? we yeah. used? Accessible, aspirational, and- Affordable. Affordable. I, mean, I feel like we've yeah never strayed too far away from those things. Um, yeah, and then we were looking at different places. When we suppliers and different places, we went to all these different suppliers around the country and around Europe. We went to Amsterdam, didn't we, for a day? We did. Yeah, exotic. Yeah, it was and nice. We saw saw a lot of bikes. We saw a lot of went bikes. Went to a massive, it was fucking hot, a it, Vintage well.
0: wholesaler. Yeah, we oh, born in that. Were coats yeah, so hot. Yeah, but yeah, look, like the lo- whole location thing. So yeah, we it wasn't always going to be Colchester, was it? It was. We, just, we weren't really sure, were we? No, because obviously, rent it was always it going to be UK. But we we looked up north at kind of, mm. but it, rent would have been cheaper. But we didn't really have a base up there, and also our partners really didn't want no. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. we to. No. Slacker lost a shit when she thought we were going to move to Barnsley. <laughs> we went to Barnsley,
0: and it wasn't the most glamorous no. of places. And yeah, we went up there with your now wife. Yeah and it was very much it was
1: a I am not moving to <laughs> fucking Barnsley
0: it was a firm no wasn't it? <laughs> it certainly was and I don't it wasn't I don't think it would have really worked for any of us I mean it, I mean it, I sometimes wonder like if we'd have gone somewhere completely, completely alien to us have, yeah. would you know how would we have networked mm. and would we have yeah firm friends well we kind of
1: have, I, I kind of felt like I bottled it a little bit because of the support network that we had in Colchester like quite quickly developed um, we knew, like for example, we knew the area. We knew. Or yeah, I knew so, Steve, area. so Steve grew up here, and his yeah. family here. here. Yeah. So I knew, like through my dad, I knew, like an electrician and a builder, and all those sort of things that we needed to get our shop up and running.
0: It just made sense, didn't it? Cu- coupled with the fact that Colchester had the big sixth form college in the town, town the institute it had a university uni. nearby. Those it kind of ticks a lot helped. of boxes. Yeah. Close enough to London we weren't moving too far away from where we so were. we can were. see our friends still and Yeah. And my wife obviously commutes into London, so we had to be had to be commutable. Mm-hmm. Although she could have
1: She could have she'd have happily have, if we'd said we'd just moved to Northampton or something, she'd have oh, been a yeah. lot happier. Quite, to start with.
0: Yeah. She 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 admits now that it was the right decision, but there were there were a couple of years <laughs> <laughs> when she was, you know. When you've just moved to a town, you don't know anybody. Because, yeah, me, me and my wife aren't from Colchester. Yeah, We only moved here to start the business, basically.
1: And so, yeah, it was
0: difficult. Hmm.
1: You know, How hard was it, do you think, trying to find the right location? Do you remember? we?
0: Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. I mean, I suppose the town's not that big, so there weren't really many options. We all, Eld Lane, where we are based, it kind of had to be that street, really, because that's the street with all the pedestrian it, it's pedestrian and it's got all the independence on it so we fitted there uh, yeah. you know you kind of envisage it to be sort of l- as close to sort of the Brighton Lanes and Brick Lane those kind of classic vintage shop quirky streets where you think mm. that you picture you, mm. you know yeah, yeah. if you if we were imagining Best Days before it opened I guess that's the kind of thing we would have pictured Imagine, yeah. and the old lane was the closest thing that to have and I think it suited us mm. down to the ground uh, and yeah so we just had to wait for the right You you remember we, street, we we
1: put an offer in, in a different location that was bigger yeah. than we had and it didn't work out did it and we were really gutted at but, first <laughs>
0: it's probably the best thing that happened it yeah
1: it was but the time so this is one thing I'd say to people listening it's like things happen for a reason don't give up if things don't work out straight away then there's probably reason for it and at the time we were absolutely gutted I remember I was I was like oh, it's not working out I, we yeah, I thought it. it was the one yeah and then this up and the one we're in now um, popped up, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't even pop up. Be the bloke in there, we were talking to him. He was the one that said, "Oh, I'm going to be leaving. Heads up." And I spent.
0: Hello, my name is Bernard, two thousand and one. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. Visit them at 40 Old Lane Colchester or online at bestdatesvintage.co.uk Peace out, mother crushers.
1: The best part of three weeks sitting outside that shop or up the road, sitting outside watching people walk past... Mm. Because um, I didn't have anything else to do, really. Just kind of trying to get a feel for the place, to see that the location in the area. And I'd like a spreadsheet, a check sheet, and I was like ticking people that looked like customers walking past. All those sort of like diligent things, diligent due diligence. Yeah.
0: Well, I've re- I remember shops. thinking that it was too small for yeah. ages. That, and it like, probably
1: is too small. Well, even now, I still think it would be nice to have a bigger place.
0: It would be nice, mm. but yeah. Do you ever go into other shops and see them and think, "Oh, this this location would be perfect." Do you think, kind of, or this size? I'd like to knock down, knock through next door. Mm. There's a small, a small shop right next door to us, like a nail bar. Yeah, just, just long and thin, isn't it? But yeah, quite narrow. Like, kind of happen. But with, with yeah, that, that would be perfect size actually.
1: Mm. Mm. Should we do it? Well, I always wonder. <laughs> I haven't got the money really But it would be good to do that Wouldn't it yeah. I always think that like, Because I just feel like The shop we have Is probably not Quite big enough for What we up Different needs That we have now <laughs> Yeah We've expanded Yeah But the negotiation process To the shop Took months as well So as I'd say this is kind of like Number two Is give yourself time Yeah It took fecking months It is
0: really frustrating Yeah
1: I think it, we started negotiating mm, mid-summer. And we, did, we got the yeah. keys October 31st.
0: And it's So the, the problem is it's so out of your hands. You're just yeah. waiting on emails, you're waiting on phone calls, you just waiting for somebody else to, you know, because we, we were doing nothing. We were essentially just waiting. There's only so much you could do. We were doing, like, vintage fairs mm-hmm. at the weekend.
1: In, to, to kind of, like, get a foothold in the place. Yeah, we?
0: so buying stock for that, but then waiting to be able to buy all the
1: stock for the shop yeah. and kind of... We had a big warehouse unit. In de- like oh, yeah, big, big yellow, yellow storage, yeah. which we used as a kind of HQ, which had all the stuff. Because I was buying stuff for the shop as we were going, but we, but it took months, and we had to negotiate twice. So we had to negotiate for they're called like heads heads of terms, which is like the the length of contract, how much rent you're paying, if there's going to be rent free periods. That's that bit was done in a month i'd say back and forth back and forth but then the solicitor negotiation all the bloody crap and knickknack stuff you don't understand doing a schedule of condition all this sort of stuff like they'll check in all the the water all this crap takes so long and his solicitors are back and forth and they take so long it's not buying a house yeah so yeah we we finally got the keys on the 31st of october 2013 yeah 2013 and we had a party the first Indeed. day, didn't we? Was it the first? What's the day we got it? The day after, I think maybe day after. Yeah. So we, went in, we took a mannequin. Yeah, we took some some stocks of mannequin, and set up a kind of music's bit, didn't we? Yeah. We bought a PA, and we just we had nothing else in the shop. Didn't we? We invited just
0: the seven people we knew in Colchester. Yeah,
1: and we tried to invite people that were kind of like we thought might be key players. <laughs> yeah, Colchester. Ready? You come, did you, Fred? Really so, yeah. Bloody hell.
0: With his ex. Yeah.
1: Uh, and because we wanted to kind of like get up and running. As, so we bought loads of booze, didn't we? And we kind of did our... Put our, our, our mate, he literally from Rocket, we did, came and did security. Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> he did. The Bulgarian guy. Yeah. Julian. Yeah. Yeah, all the way from London just to do security for that. Which is random now. But at the time, it was like... <laughs> um, and we had like a little photo wall. Yeah.
0: I've tried to just sort of build up a bit of hype.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then... I think work started on, I think that was like On the Thursday of the Friday And then work started On the Monday And it took Well we Yeah we got the keys On the 31st October And I think we moved We started trading In mid-November 23rd November Yep So yeah Between there and then It took that long Which is crazy now Really I'd do it a lot quicker But we didn't know Any difference at the time No I mean it was I don't know why It took so long Looking back Faffing I think because mm-hmm. the bloke who did it was like a friend of ours, Mark. Oh yeah, I suppose we could we could only push him so hard. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't going to be pushed. But we had posters in the window, and he wanted to like purve on ladies, so he could cut two eye holes out of the posters so he could look out. It, it was eye <clears> opening <throat> for me because I hadn't spent that much
0: time with anybody working class. <laughs> not not that I'm a snob in any way. I just. No. I just hadn't been around, like painters was, and decorators. The
1: relationship much. between you they, and them it was very funny, wasn't it? Yeah, they
0: they we had, had, we had an absolutely a carpenter,
1: absolutely zero respect for me. A carpenter called Reg, <laughs> and he's like a classic big old guy bum out all the time. Yep, and I think once Jez, you spoke back to him. In the <laughs> oh, they just went relentlessly taking a piss out of you, didn't they? Oh, Captain Birdsey. They, they called me
0: Captain Birdseye because I was sporting a big beard at the time and a beanie. Yeah, I did look like a fisherman looking back. Birds are I was going out for a nautical vibe. Before that was trendy, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And they,
1: they like, and my diction's not that good either. I can't remember what it was that you said back to him. He took the piss out of you, sorry, and you spoke back to him.
0: And, and he said,
1: "What did he fucking say?" Did he... Yeah, didn't even speak to Jess directly. He spoke to me. He went, "What did he fucking say?" Yeah, good times. Good times. <laughs> mm. But. Yeah.
0: They'll just take the piss Relentlessly R- Relentlessly yeah So Yeah That was fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah See you've grown up more With those kind of people Because they're your dad's mates I suppose you know how, You know how to handle them You put on them more of a Cockney accent yeah. And you kind of Communicate with them their level I can't I can't do it
1: it was funny. It was a good time. That was. And
0: we, well, we ended
1: up really getting on with them, <laughs> they, didn't we? Like, oh, really? Yeah, you know, there's a grudging respect there. They did a good job. Yeah, that was the main thing. Yeah, and a lot of it's still standing. You think about like yep. the changing rooms. We had the counter, still using that counter. We have moved it, but we we're still using the basics of it. Obviously, everything's changed now, the colours and the paints. But it was without them, we wouldn't have been able to do it, would we? No, well, it wouldn't have looked any good. No, and considering that this shop fit took a week to do compared to like how many weeks that was but anyway it was it was what it was and we got up and running and you know we'd be forever grateful for that because they helped us to have a shot really and can you remember the first day that we opened it was a Saturday yep we spent all the day the the Friday before pricing all the products and merchandising it was a panicked day making a playlist and yeah. getting quite nervous like trying to learn how to use the, the till programming the till having to get the internet and the card machines working
0: and just well wondering I was tense about wondering whether we've made, made a decision. massive mistake yeah wondering if anyone anyone's going to turn up mm. you know to use the band analogy yeah is anyone going to turn up to your gig you know you've, prepared, you've sent out a load of flyers mm-hmm. you've handed out flyers but everyone says they're going to come will they actually
1: yeah don't uh, know they did so, can so, you remember the first we opened up or half nine we opened the doors and can you remember how long it took for the first person to come in the door and who it was can you remember that far back so I remember it took longer than we'd hoped
0: yeah <laughs> I remember this, we were quite nervous
1: for yeah. it I think it, it was, was like half like 10, or something yeah like an hour and a half is what I've got in my head yeah I've got around that and it was a middle aged man yeah he bought something though
0: yep yeah. Yeah, I can't we're...
1: picture his face but I, I
0: remember it being yeah. a man
1: who was old Older uh, Older, yeah And he came in He was the first one He bought something, didn't he? Mm. He was our first ever customer Didn't spend much I do remember Maybe a bandana or But, to be fair That day is still probably One of the best days we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> Yeah for, Well, for many reasons Yeah, yeah. And then that night but We had another party If every day
0: was as busy as that We'd be, Oh Yeah
1: Oh Yeah But we had a big we had a party that night as well Didn't we? But that was all for friends and family Wasn't it? And people Yeah. Uh, your dad being really pissed and dancing a lot yeah Yeah. everyone started trying all the clothes on classic yeah Um, your dad flirting with my mum yeah (laughs) your your parents came didn't they bringing the it was nice kind of having the family like all the different family and friends coming and people who we cared about coming down people from Rocket came didn't they they did yeah it was
0: nice Yeah. yeah
1: it felt like a kind of like really good day didn't it like kind of like full of hope and full of
0: well yes at that point we didn't know everything's exciting isn't it you don't know
1: but we had a really good few first weeks because it was leading into christmas it was a novelty factor like all the college kids were coming in to check it out yeah and we nailed it every day all the way through and i could funny enough it's me i can remember the first crap day we had (laughs) new year's eve was it yeah it was raining and yeah and Mm. you were working and it was Mm. an absolute stinker and some bloke came oh, was in and complained when... and the tried to have a fight. Oh, that no, was
0: a woman. Woman, yeah. yeah. The gypsy lady.
1: Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so we didn't take any money either. And I remember that was the first day that I felt like deflated. Yeah. Spoiler alert, there were many days. Yeah, that was the first. <laughs> <Not for that. laughs> the first of many. But that was the first day I felt deflated, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it was never always going to be like that. With anything, the novelty wears off. And it's the key is to kind of keep evolving and, you know making new things new reasons for people to come Mm. in
1: and that's been one of the most well we've kind of jumped a bit but one of the challenging things about having a business in a town like Colchester where you don't get lots of tourists is how the hell do you keep people interested day like week in week out coming in like and that's been one of the hardest things it's so different to London where you get a lot of tourists where you can keep the same stock you don't have to mess around as much as you do it was easier for example in Rocket although you cost you spend more but it's on rent and things like that but it's it's a hell of a lot harder, and also we were right at the beginning of when things started getting harder and harder and harder. People always say that 2013 was when was the end <laughs> yeah. of the good times. It's good, good time, isn't it? Yeah, as classic, always with us. Yeah, always t- t- ten years too late. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, i often hear that. That's when things start getting tougher. And we've that. We've found it as well. Like, and even things like yeah. our business rates it's have decreased over year after year because they know that it's harder and harder. The shops
0: around us, all all sort of talking about, oh, yeah, like the ones you know, that survived. Yeah, remember we've seen that year? So we many shops come we and took. go.
1: We're
0: yeah. like, oh,
1: fucking hell! We really did time this badly. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen so many shops come and go in the years we've been there, and we've what in seven years that we've been there.
0: Yes, and that kind of has we've we kind of realized that it's never going to make us lots of money. No. And that kind of has it's not what triggered us to sort of change the way we look at the business, but I, I guess it we didn't really have a choice, did we? So you kind of think yeah, this isn't going to be how I make my millions and retire. No. We've we've got to do something more important to that. And that's why we try and focus on the the mental health things and the, the sense of community that we're mm. trying to create.
1: It needs to be it needs to be more it needs to be more from a business than just yeah. money. Yeah because doing what we do is a labour of love not a labour of <laughs> something <laughs> it was a phrase. Yeah. I was actually no. going to say sorry to change the subject a little bit uh, one of the things that we were allowed to in the shop fit stage was we were allowed to paint the toilet yeah <laughs>
0: Do you yeah, that? yeah, we were confined to the toilet because our work wasn't up to scratch to be <laughs> visible to the general um, public. I think
1: we painted that toilet wall probably the two of us in that toilet. Yep, about four
0: Keep times. Keep on painting that toilet wall. Yeah, and the ceiling. That was always, always we were allowed to do that, and we were allowed to scrape the floor. I did. I remember sanding the paint off the window ledge out the front. Oh, okay, oh, was, oh yeah, that's yeah, a big boy, yeah, job. an outdoor, an outdoor job, and people were just stopping the streets. Like, You're doing that wrong. Yeah, who always felt they had the right to stop and. Uh, yeah.
1: That's men for you. Yeah.
0: Just let me get
1: on with it, badly. yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. Keep your beak out. I remember we actually, yeah, because we painted it black at first. And I remember some old bloke went, "It's disappointing colour. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cheers, grandad. <laughs> and also, because <laughs> the door's always closed. Um, now we know it's like like this old boy that's probably lost the plot. But at the time, you remember it kept someone kept knocking on the door. Oh yeah and he's, he's been doing it every, every day, day since yeah and he's like a religious guy because he used to be a bible shopper. and he does it every single but at the time because we kept going out and there'd be no one there he thought someone was taking a piss and there was um, Questions Man oh yeah remember him? I don't know where he went now he disappeared <laughs> but a guy used to come every single day and go alright is that a what are you doing painting the wall? yeah <laughs> is that <a> paintbrush? yeah <laughs> is that colour what colour is that? white? yeah okay is that is that a decorator? yeah Questions. Questions man. man. And he used to I come in. I about him. Yeah, he used to come into the shop quite regularly didn't he? And go and go, It's that t shirt? Yeah. Is that great? Yeah. Yep. Well,
0: do you remember the very first Christmas we were opened? So like we've only been open three months and we did a little special song, Christmas song.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He
0: he always asked about that. And for like the following year he'd always he'd still ask about that Christmas oh, oh, song. Did he? Are you can release any more songs? Is it are you gonna do an album? Yeah. What well, you gonna reform the band? Yeah. Always.
1: Yeah. Questions, guy.
0: Um, let's be honest, he was ill. Yeah. <laughs> so he came know, with his care, did not he? But yeah, he was. He was quite annoying.
1: Yeah. But yeah, he was. He was like one of the early regulars, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. <laughs> but the door, the door locking man. He's still to
0: this day. I saw it. We saw him yesterday. We we're in yep. the shop yesterday, yep. getting ready for the the reopening post lockdown. Saw him twice yesterday.
1: Yep. So Indeed. he's he's obviously
0: been doing it throughout lockdown as well. He doesn't just do it when we're there. St Bernard. Do you remember, again,
1: first Christmas, he gave us a Christmas card? Yep, because I had a T-shirt that said, Jesus is cool. <laughs> and he gave me two pounds in the Christmas card, and I yep, spent it, sell it on a coffee. Yeah, sell it out. Yeah, and I spent it on a coffee, because I mm. thought, that's what Jesus would want. Yeah, yeah. Jesus loves a latte. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, that's kind of, I mean, there was loads going on at the time, wasn't there, really? Like, all these decisions you have to make about signage, how I got uh, Brittany, she did all the designs for us, my sister-in-law and we went quite close with her didn't we about all the different things and like the logo is based based on the, the Blur logo yeah we well, should have mentioned that about how yeah,
0: yeah I like the we talked about that on the pod no we haven't because obviously the name came from a Blur song because we sort of that's how me and Steve met hmm. from sort of me, through music and talking about music and Blur were kind of the the one band that we were both really yeah. into so it just made sense because yeah. they had a song called Best Days it just seemed to and how do we choose Best
1: Days can you remember we were looking at all the different I names think, for Blur songs. We were yeah, talking think, about London Loves, but we thought that'd be yeah, too London. Yeah, I think
0: I said we should name it after a Blur song, and then you suggested Best Days. And then, yeah, so it's good yeah. bit of teamwork there. Yeah, it just made yeah Best Days because you know it's obviously vintage stuff, but you're wearing something for the best days of your
1: life. Yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah. of
0: meanings yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, but it just just made sense for us. Yeah, except nowadays you get people shouting through the door: Best Ways, Best Buys. Yeah, worst worst days. I've oh, worst a couple days. Of times, yeah, yeah, that guy. It's yeah. one guy. Yeah,
0: impressing yeah. his mates. <laughs> worst
1: days. Hate that guy. Yeah, people always get confused. They call but yeah, it best buys.
0: Best buys. Be sort of buy. Oh, look, it's the best buys guy. Yeah. Get down the in the toilets and pubs.
1: What a man in the toilet. Yeah,
0: but it's the best buys guy's Willie. Yeah, there he is. There's <laughs> the little. Yeah. There's a little guy. Little fella. Yeah. But should I, I? share? Oh yeah, we yeah. Put it, put it out on Instagram. I forgot about that. I don't forget about that that's, that's Question of the <laughs> week, like what were your early memories of best days? Were your first time you?
1: Yeah, so we yeah shop. on Instagram we put out different people yeah to all the different Instagram heads and the club mates of people that were into that you know follow us, and we had lot loads of different replies didn't we? I got to say the the sort of most frequent one that was did you get he, anyone that say all well, dicks? No
0: no mm. no whoa. Oh, okay. What well, I was going to say, this the, the most common one was that people thought it would be, they were intimidated to come in. People thought we were, it was scary or that we were too kind of. Call cool for school. Hips to pricks. Yeah. And then when they came in, they realised we were actually lovely people. Quite nice. Quite nice, yeah. So I would say to that like, if you have people who think they're too scared to come in, have a word.
1: Probably, though, if you're watching this or listening to this, you've probably already bought into it. You've probably been, been in. But but maybe your mates. friends. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tell, tell you. your friends tell you right, or you your mates that we're all Still okay, right. okay, OK, really, for 40-year-olds. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That. Anyway, so let's go from here. OK. Super Tomo. He's at, at Super Tomo? <laughs> at Super Tomo. <laughs> he's one of your old school friends, or something. OK. He's, he's old school. OK. He said he was at the opening party. Yeah. Oh, ben, he Benjamin Thompson. Steve's dad dancing to Thriller in a red leather jacket. At your opening party. Yeah. Is, is he he school friend?
1: Yep. Yeah. He's a doctor. He's got a PhD. Dr. Ben Thompson. Oh, bloody hell. He does. You own, I, he do does remember, I remember podcast. that. Yeah. I've got a photo on my phone actually of that. He does in the Thriller jacket. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some moves you were done yeah.
0: uh, at Sir Taylor. Buying a coat three years ago that were, was and still is too big for me, you said I looked like a stylish Hagrid. Now, that would be you. I would assume that's me because you use don't that. know Harry Potter, and that makes me feel bad that I. It sounds like I t- tried to sell something that didn't actually look good. But. she she's still got it. Yeah, she's but still got it. But the fact she it, says it was on here, so like yeah. she's still wearing it. Okay. Oversized. You're not mad with me, Sarah, are you? For saying that. I mean, a stylish Hagrid, <laughs> so that's the big Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, he a beard, are saying you had a beard? Yeah. Well, I don't remember no, no, what, no, what, no. The, what the context was there, but apologies if I offended you in any way. Mm. The fact Cusen that you got in touch up, says. You probably a beard. Yeah, you're probably not mad at me. Uh, ben, ben Nolan, he's, he's a regular these days. No, Ben? Mm. Come, coming in one day looking at the basket of pins and buying a dancing banana one oh. remember when we used to have those pin badges yep. yeah. still love them uh, buy some more <laughs> we, we should plant dad seeing yeah. surge and pistols and vultures play possibly the most intimate gig I've ever been to
1: Oh,
0: oh that, that was interesting all of a sudden yeah. that's freddy's band we should say yeah. freddy's ex band uh, plant, at plant Dad, the guy. Dean. But he's the he guy. Did, he yeah, designed all, all the tote bags. Did the tote bag with the skateboard on it? Uh, Most intimate gig he's ever seen. I oh, know. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Because we, when did we start doing the gigs straight away?
1: Mm.
0: Did Not we straight away, the, but we had the PA, didn't we? We did a little Christmas thing that so. we came to. <laughs> yeah. Just a few, like, Hedon, a few of the friend, regulars yeah. that we'd made Hedon friends came, with. She came down, didn't she? Yeah. Uh but I don't I don't think we started doing gigs until the following year. Mm. As I remember it, I might be wrong. Uh PJ ain't at PJ ain't home. PJ Hobby. <laughs> My friend brought me to the shop and I was like, Hell yeah, nice vibe and cool clothes. So hell yeah. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. What how much she said hell yeah though? Or it could be a boy, I don't know. Uh yeah, he's like at x dot dyl. Underscore. I used to be so scared to go in, but you're all so lovely, you're my safe place to go now. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Gina Harvey. Oh, I know, Gina Hardy. Oh, God. When I was 15, first time I went in, now I'm 22, still loving the vibes. Oh, yeah. Nice to hear. Uh, at Chris101 F. my friend showed me, and we played the games available while listening to bad music. Must have been your. I'm going to assume they chose the music. do not be that rude. Sammy Britton, Stephen oh. Jess coming into V Bar and ordering white Russians like it was still the 90s. Yep. I remember
1: that. Hey, I didn't, I didn't realise white Russians were a the 90s. dated drink. No. I remember did, that though. Yeah. We were delicious. Good friends with Sammy. I saw Sammy today. Yeah. Funnily enough, on my driveway with her baby. With her baby, and I didn't recognise her when I was checking her out. Oh, there we go. And it wasn't until I realised it was Sammy. Did you tell her that? Well, she messaged me when I got here and said, Oh, is that you? And I said, Yeah, sorry. I was checking you out. Hmm. Okay, well that would have been nice to hear, I imagine. Mm. Uh
0: Mark Arena, twenty thirteen, bought a Br- Levi's jacket. Unfortunately an ex stole it. Man, I missed that jacket. Oh. That's Mark He used to work in Coda. Oh. He's okay. gone to Scotland now. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> Wet n' Wild, coming in with my nan for the first time in, like, 2016 and buying the Pengist cardigan.
1: (laughs) Pengist cardigan.
0: (laughs) I've never heard the cardigan has been described as peng. That's why I included that one. Charlie 220302, I thought it was super hip and scary. Went in and everyone was lovely and I bought lots. I mean, that seems to be the common thing. Oh, and I always include, first I bang the drum, then I bang your mum. Just just because of... uh, (laughs)
1: <laughs> name oh this one so seems, she said, actually no I don't like this one it seems, no oh yeah dancing
0: with the guy who's not Jez don't you don't know your name but you're a ledge yeah
1: T- and To go- Bowie. Just and Jez and the guy that's not Jez to Bowie and you gave me oh no I, I gave you what? <laughs> 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 yeah, mean she called you a ledge yeah but I don't know if that would have been me I can't imagine that I would be dancing that with you the that you would Bobby. be a ledge that anyone would think you were a ledge Yeah. no that I would be dancing to Bowie it didn't sound like me you love to dance Almost always drunk. I must have been drunk you've really... been drunk before no to be fair sometimes I have to sing a song sing along yeah ok you well. know some, some work of David Bowie Yeah, I do no it's not the Bowie thing it's just I can't it's imagine i just been dancing in the shop with someone
0: hmm. maybe she doesn't know which one is jazz. Mm. well yeah. sounds like she does it's me <sighs>
1: So it's the, go- the rockstar club with <laughs> Jez and the guy that's not jazz Steve. Um, so we want to move to our regular feature called Band for Life. Play the jingle. I haven't actually asked him if I'm allowed to read this out, but I'm going to read it out. Course, yeah. I asked um, a friend of ours from Colchester who runs a Robin Cancer Trust charity, which is a really good charity, um, which is aims at um, um, germ cell cancer. Raising
0: awareness for germ. Yeah. germ cell cancer for young people.
1: So it's worth checking out. Um, anyway, he, I asked him, but I didn't tell him why I was asking him. He just gave it to me anyway. So I'm going to read it out and then ask permission later. <laughs> so, my band... Musician for life would probably be Macklemore. Not very iconic, but maybe a bit basic. But I've got one artist for the rest of my life. They have to be eclectic as possible to appeal on any occasion. He's got bangers. He's got plenty of basic bitch background songs that aren't offensive. He's got summertime pop songs. And he's got lots of emo songs for those winter evenings and a glass of wine. I make no apologies for being a basic bitch.
0: That's what we want. We want. We want. Gene uh, you know I've heard the name. Have you? But have I don't know any of the music. I'm clue. afraid. What's his biggest hit? Freddie, can you Google Macamore's biggest hit? See if we've heard of it.
1: Yeah.
0: And our uh, listeners are probably going, "You fucking pair
1: of out of the loop idiots." Yeah, I well, know. Just haven't got a clue. I was like, "Uh." Um, and yeah, can we see a picture? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Yeah. That's his biggest.
1: Oh, Freddie knows it. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I have, yeah, I've heard that one. This one. Yeah, I've heard that one. Cool. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: Copyright Copyright uh, How When is it When was all this Is this recently Or is this on the olden days
0: is
1: the olden days Is it Before or after 2003 <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I haven't it's heard of it definitely after that Yeah 2012
0: That's why then <laughs> yeah. Well Round about when the shop Was opening mm.
1: Okay And he's In the bin B-A-N-A-D Banned for life Morrissey He's come up again I know It's amazing how often Isn't it Well Utter twant who is well past his prime <laughs> did feeling to that or is that what you wrote, no, he twant, wrote that. feels entitled to share his appalling far right anti immigration white supremacist views on every occasion and should definitely be forgotten post nineteen eighty seven. Why did you ask? <laughs> this is why. <laughs> so we could publicly
0: share your views. Yeah.
1: So you Morrissey,
0: Morrissey comes up a lot, doesn't he? He's gotta be the most common in the bin.
1: Yeah. I Offen. think we should get somebody to to, uh, well you know Red Hot Chili Peppers Get mentioned a lot And the Smiths <laughs> Seems to get mentioned
0: a lot No I, I think we need Somebody to come in And do an impassioned defence Of Morrissey. Morrissey And the Smiths Okay
1: Somebody who's like A super fan Yeah so anyone Who's out there That wants to um, Yeah then Please Please, please make yourself known. Because there seems To be a lot of people that are so quite Anti-Morrissey yeah. I, uh, Yeah I do like some of his Some though. Yeah well I think I think it's his he, he's getting in way, isn't he? Yeah, I he's, like them with solo songs. You've got to divorce
0: the, art, the artist I'd from the art. I the day in bed. That one, I like that one. Yeah, a strong message in that one. i yeah. <laughs> love to spend the day in bed. But, well, yeah, if, you, if you've if you got an impassioned defence of Morrissey or the Smiths, we'd, we'd love to hear it. So yeah. do get in touch through any of our social media channels or email us at info at bestdaysvintage.co.uk do visit bestdaysvintage.co.uk where you can buy stuff or sh- see what we're about. Read read our blogs. Uh, Steve will probably write a blog about this, this one, I thought. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, if you're very think, lucky. If I get time. Yeah. And do, yeah, message us on all the usual social medias.
1: Yeah, Best Days Vintage. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. Um, this has been Jez and I'm the guy that's not Jez. Um, and yeah you've been listening to the failed rockstar club podcast the podcast that talks to musicians about mental health positive well-being their journey in music and fashion so thank you for the to the i forgot what it's called now the opening the shop episode this one was called yeah laters speak to you soon love you bye